1: Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're gonna get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the HUG hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at marriage.com. This is part six in our series, Marriage Through the Years, getting older.
0: And as we start today's show, listen to this quote from George Burns. He said, you can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old.
1: (laughs) I love it. And he lived to what, 99? Or did he hit 100?
0: You know what? That I'm I'm not sure. He He was definitely older, but I don't think he was ever
1: actually old. Nope. I agree with you on that one.
0: And as we start today's show, we love starting each and every show with a hug and a hugs an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage has experienced some sort of transformation. And this week's hug is brought to you by the one conference. And we're going to be sharing more about how this conference is changing marriages a little bit later in the show. The hug comes from an IG direct message that we received that said, hello, I just want to take a quick second to express my gratitude for you too. I found your podcast when I realized that my husband and I have a Groundhog Day lifestyle. Mm. Everything is so routine, day-to-day, sex, conversations. I'm bored and we needed change. That Groundhog Day podcast did it for both of us. Wow. My husband is a real gem. He's one of a kind and absolutely amazing. We just needed a revamp. We need to spice it up, have real deep conversations. We need to put our phones away. We are so excited to make changes to our marriage and strive for greatness. Mm. We're both so ready to implement these extraordinary ideas and components into our marriage. We want nothing more than than to thrive. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for your absolutely amazing podcast and your dynamic as a team. Thank you. And also, could you tell us a little bit more about the seven days of sex challenge? (laughs)
1: Love it. Hey, seven days of sex, have sex seven days straight. (laughs) We have the Amazon bestseller, The Seven Days of Sex Challenge, How to Rock Your Sex Life and Your Marriage, pick up the book and go to 7daysofsex.com.
0: There you go. We, we keep it so simple. So simple. As Tony said at the, the top of the show, this is part six in our series. And we've been looking at, at marriage through the years and not just necessarily like your age or how long you've been married, but, but the circumstances that you find yourself in throughout the years of being married. And part one was newlywed and part two, the child rearing years for those of you that have children, part three, chore war, where we all have, you know, kind of the give and take on who does what part four was work life balance and really finding yourself in alignment. And last week, part five was moving day. And we had announced at the end of last week's show that we were going to call this show "What's Going On with My Body?" Right as you get older, but so many of you have shared that it's not just what's going on with the body. It's it's this whole idea of getting older and how that impacts lives because it's not just it's not just the physical. It's also the the mental and like George Burns said, we're all getting older. Uh, you know, just in the few short minutes of this show, you've all gotten a little bit older, right? It it, it happens. It's happening to all of us, and you know. As we look at this and as we look at, you know, our bodies are changing. I will tell you mm-hmm. that the body that you're listening to right now is at 45 is not the same body that Tony met and started kissing when I was 20.
1: Mine's still the same.
0: Thank God for miracles <laughs> <laughs> and for humility. Yes. Right. Thank God for humility. But as we, as we were looking at this, you know, one of the questions that we ask you all there on Instagram, and if you want to be a part of the polls that we do, if you want to have the opportunity to answer these questions, cause you're always like, okay, Tony and Lisa, you know, where is that? Follow us on Instagram at one extraordinary marriage. Cause mm-hmm. a couple times a week we put up questions and that's where all of this, this information comes from. But 66% of you said that you do worry about getting older, which means that either you or your spouse, just statistically, one of you is worried about it. Maybe both of you. There are concerns about you know, the aches and the pains. There are concerns about debilitating illness, having to care for your spouse, having cancer, or developing dementia, or Alzheimer's. What happens when the looks change, or when the libido changes, or not being able to function the way that you're used to, and maybe even getting to that point where you've lost your spouse. And you know, as we look at all of this, there are no blanket answers like, I'm to be real clear. Every single one of us experiences life in a different way. And because we're all getting older, the one thing though, is that we do need to address this. It's, it's another one of those areas of marriage that we need to take a look at
1: because mm-hmm.
0: your looks are going to change. I don't care if, you know, if you live in Southern California where you can't throw a rock without hitting a plastic surgeon or, or, you know, you live somewhere where there are no plastic, your looks are still going to change, right? Your body is going to change. Your libido is going to change. And, you know, as I said, Tony met me when I was 20. I'm now 45. We're approaching our 23rd year of marriage. My body is not the same. And while he's just shared with you that his is, and it pretty is very, very close. Very, very close. <laughs> I
1: still I no, I
0: probably within I like five see, pounds.
1: I see it though. And I hey, I, I I still see it. I don't have the metabolism like I did back then and as my kids will love to point out the, the wrinkles around my eyes, or <laughs> that was dinner some, the other night. Yes, yeah, something of that nature. Or my son will always sort of grab my love handles and, and let me know that um, I'm getting a little overweight in his standard 16 year old boy who's pretty lean, works out six days a week. We can all understand. Um,
0: well, and his other thing, just you know, because the 16 year old is a 16 year old, he, his um, name for his dad. In his phone is little man. Mm-hmm. So once Alex got told her got taller than Tony, little man is, and all of Alex's friends refer to Tony as little man.
1: Yeah, perspective. Our son is six two, two thirty five. I am five ten, one seventy, and Elisa is right. I think I graduated high school at probably five nine, five ten, at one sixty five. Right, he's within so five pounds. I'm I'm right there that's that ge- I really do believe that's genetics my dad until you know before he got cancer though my dad was I think probably about five he was shorter than you he was probably like five six or so yeah slim man so I think that is a genetic oh for sure from from for him
0: sure. for <laughs> sure I mean your dad and would- I don't
1: think my dad weighed more than 130 pounds ever yeah
0: wet like soaking wet with <laughs> jeans on, right? But, but we've had to deal with this. Our kids are quick to point out the wrinkles. Mm-hmm. I will tell you there's been a change in libido over the years.
1: Both sides, me as well.
0: On both sides. We've had to deal with our friends getting older and losing spouse. Like all of these things are part of our world and they're part of your world too. And there are a lot of questions about this idea of how, how does getting older, how does aging how does that how is that going to impact my marriage and some people are super excited like i've got a girlfriend who was thrilled when she went through menopause because she's like i am going to be done having a period like bring it on and other women who are like oh my gosh not menopause like is that a hot flash oh my gosh like what am i going to do and there's all of this like you know anxiety you hear it when you talk to them there are some people who who want nothing to do with getting older and they'll fight it every step of the way. And and some who are just like, you know what? Like me, I'm like, it's a birthday. It's my birthday month. Like I am celebrating the fact that I've been around here for another year. I don't care about the wrinkles, the gray hair. I'm like, do oh, I you do-?
1: care about the gray hair?
0: Well, because it's, it's annoying. Because I can get my hair done and two weeks later, all the grays have popped out. So it's we're in the struggle right now where it's not fully gray. We're in
1: this struggle. No, no, no. We're not in this struggle. You're in this struggle.
0: Okay. The hair the hair is my vanity point. I will tell you. Yes, it's like, it is. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh, there are many a times when I'm just like, Elisa, it's a gray hair. It's okay. As it's t- when you start getting gray hairs on your, on your pubic region. That's when you start going, holy, what the heck?
0: Yes. There's a sign of aging. Yes. There's a sign. You're like, where did that come from? Right, where did that come from? And just such a Things random that thing. It's yep. such a random thing. You know, some people <laughs> it's
1: not a random thing. It's it well just happened. a random
0: comment. I oh, didn't know you were gonna bring up gray okay. pubic hairs. I mean okay. that was just kinda like, whoa where did that come from? Um you know, some people are predisposed to certain health conditions and others have nothing in their background and they're gonna you know, it's like we were talking about George Burns living to ninety nine I think he's like I always have this image of him smoking a cigar. hmm That's like the perennial image of of him. And you know, all of you shared that your biggest concerns are not being attractive mm-hmm. with age. Oh,
1: he, he, George Burns did live to 100, 1896 to
0: 1996. Wow. wow. Yep. Wow. There you go. Almost got to see two centuries there. Mm-hmm. Um, another concern is not being able to function in your old age. And yes, this does include function sexually, not exclusively, but it does also include that. And, So many people ask the question, you know, what is sex going to be like as an older couple? And some of these things you have no control over, right? You have no control over how your body's like, how the libido is going to change entirely. You have no control over, you know, are you going to experience vaginal dryness? You have no control over some of the, and some of these you have a lot of control over. Like the fact that Tony is within five pounds of his like high school weight. But I will tell you there was a season called college where he was significantly more Oh yeah. Then five pounds. You know, in the in the five pounds. Oh, I
1: probably had an extra thirty. And then there was that one season when I was gonna do a not a bodybuilding competition, but what was what was the other one?
0: The fitness competition. The
1: fitness competition. I was I was I was really like, I'm gonna go do it was out of like coming out of cycling and I wanted to do a fitness competition. And so I by eating healthy, I went from one sixty five, one seventy to one ninety six. Mm-hmm. Um and I wanted to get to 200 and I just couldn't get over that hump. And we had a bunch of things end up happening. And I just said, you know what? I can't do this anymore.
0: Well, it was right around our 15th anniversary.
1: Okay. Cause I well, they're, remember we had pictures remote. in
0: Laguna and the one thing when Tony put on all that weight, I just remember your neck
1: just being big.
0: Your neck was big. Yeah. It was like such a weird thing to me. I'm like, where did like, how does your neck get so big? I don't know. Uh, but, Lifting. but well, yeah. Okay. Random, random, bring it back, bring it back to the show about getting older back to the show. Come back with us. The question that we find ourselves though, is are we going to waste our time on the thing that we, the things that we can't control and forego living in the present, right? Bringing all of the worries, kind of like we talked about in the show, Chatter in Your Head. Are we going to bring all of the worries and the fears about getting older into our present so that we stop living so we stop being in the moment remember this Mm -hmm. year's hashtag everybody in the moment we can be so concerned and so preoccupied with getting older that we don't live right now and enjoy the in the moment in the present being with our spouses right now and here's the thing it's robbing you right we all know people that are so preoccupied with well my my family had this or you know uh, what if I get this or oh my weight or, or this or, or you know where did that wrinkle come from and I will tell you I started going gray when I was 26 I just got to bring this hair thing back for just a second <laughs> and I have spent a lot of time and money over the years and I actually said to Tony the other day I said I wonder I wonder what it would be like if I just made the decision to go gray Yeah. to stop coloring my hair like could I do that and I will tell you it brought a little anxiety where I'm like oh because I've been coloring my hair probably since I was 27, 28-ish. Don't ask me. Yeah, it's been I, I a don't long remember. time. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Because that's something I can control. Mm-hmm. right? I can control how much gray I have in my hair. I can control if I'm fit, if I'm eating well. I can't control the fact that you know high cholesterol runs in my family. That does. But I can control what I eat right? And so we have to look at these things. We have to change our mindset as married couples from being in this place of fear-based decision, fear-based living, worry-based living to resourced-based living, not to invite more fear, right? Like don't Google yourself into misery because let's face it, you can find a negative report for anything you Google.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Love Google, go to it all the time. But when it comes to aging, if you put in there, will I be able to have sex when I'm old? Some of you will only find the articles that say absolutely not. I just want to tell you, we have people in the one family having sex into their 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. So don't think that just because, like somebody said, uh, one of the questions that got asked was, why do couples stop having sex in their 50s? Is that normal?
1: Here's, and I will tell you truthfully, get on the intimacy lifestyle. Th- that is That is your... What would I say? Not sex proof, but that is
0: your. Yeah, you got to give me more if you want me to guess the word.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out what that word is, but it's it's the it's what you're going to be able to do to to make sure that you are going to have sex into your fifties, because I would say for us, what's well, your protection? Yeah, for for sure, for us, I would think we would easily not be having sex as much as we do if we had not implemented the intimacy lifestyle so many years ago. And I just think as the kids have gone older and and our libidos have changed, I think we would just be like, eh, it's okay. And by your fifties, sure. It's just sort of like a, eh, why do we need to have sex? And when you do have sex, it's not that great because you only have it once in a while. We're now we're, we're enjoying it. I mean, I think we have some of the best sex ever now. Like it's just one of those things. And it's because we've added the intimacy lifestyle to our repertoire.
0: Mm Wow. That's such a point. For those of you that don't know, maybe you're a brand new listener. Tony and I actually started scheduling sex and started the intimacy lifestyle when we were in our mid Mm thirties. So for the last decade plus, we've been scheduling sex. And I will, I I completely 100% agree with you that that decision then and, and let me just, as an aside, if you haven't started the intimacy lifestyle and you're in your 40s and 50s, it's not too late. Nope. Right. You can, you can implement this. You can change things. Now it's making that decision that we're just going to be intentional Mm -hmm. and we're going to combat aging. We're going to combat these things that are going to happen, but we're going to do it with, with a purpose. And we want to, we're going to jump into, you know, life And health and body, you know, in an older body. But first, we want to thank this week's sponsor, and that's the One Conference. And truly, the One Conference is an event like no other. It's not your typical boring. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we have to sit through this all day type of conference. It's the culmination of the last eleven years of this show and everything that Tony and I have done, and so many attendees have shared from past events. You know, there's this this wonder. Are Tony and Lisa gonna be the same when we see them live? Mm-hmm. And we're always being told, "Oh my gosh, you guys are just like you are, you know, on the air. We absolutely are." And but like, I personally think it's like being on steroids because we actually get to see you all and get that energy. And you know, we've heard from husbands who have said this conference is the first time that my wife left a marriage event without feeling inadequate or like something was wrong with her and husbands who are like, oh my gosh, I understand what she's been trying to tell me mm-hmm. all these years. I understand why being intentional with her is going to matter. So don't wait to get your seats. You're going to get, you already get so much out of the show. Imagine what a full day of face-to-face is going to do for your marriage. So get all the details of the one conference and all of our live events at oneliveevents.com. You can register for the conference, see the schedule and more at oneliveevents.com. So we kind of already touched on this, but it bears repeating because we know that a lot of you listen to the show to learn more about sexual intimacy. And there was this, uh, so I want to talk about the sex question. And there was a survey that I found at verywellhealth.com that said roughly 40% of men and women ages 65 to 80 are sexually active, according to a 2017 survey. It's pretty recent.
1: Yeah, that's really good.
0: And get this, ladies, listen up. Women in their 70s often express more satisfaction with sex than women in their 40s. So, I wonder if, why that is. Personally, I think it's because you don't have all of the noise of kids, mm. right? Like, typically, you don't have the kids living in the house, so you're not worried about anybody like knocking on your door, or doing anything like you mentioned in a show a few weeks ago. You know, the kids walking around the house, and it's just, and you're not worried about getting pregnant. So yeah. you've got a couple of things you just don't have to worry about. You're not caring for anybody. It's just you and your husband. Have at it. That That's my own personal.
1: Interesting. So. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a feeling as well as you age, it, it's just, you're like, I want to enjoy my sex. I just want to, I want to enjoy this time. I want to enjoy sex with my spouse. And I think as you begin to get older, and this is just me thinking about the future a little bit more and, and in conjunction with what you're saying is just like, it's us. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just, let's just have fun. And, and where I think younger and even in your, into your thirties, forties and fifties, cause kids can be around, you can just be a little more stiff and the walls are up a bit more. So I don't know what we'll, we'll see as, as we continue to age, babe.
0: Yeah. And the one thing I would say to that is stop worrying about your wrinkles and just make sure that you have lubricant, right? Yep. Like, vaginal dryness is a real thing. Lubricant is your friend. Go grab It's some. not a dirty word. Have it on your nightstand. We have like five different kinds on our nightstand and like another three in our medicine cabinet. You know, it's all good.
1: Yeah. And if you want to check out some of our favorites, go to our Amazon shop, com slash Amazon shop. And we have a number of them in there. You can choose from, from silicon-based, water-based, some with scent, some with no scent, pick some up, try them. The ones you like, keep. The ones you don't, pass it on to a friend. Maybe they'll like it.
0: Well, and I also, you know, just going back to that survey and the number of you know men and women that are being sexually active into their 80s and things like that, what that really signified to me is that you can have wrinkles, you can have saggy breasts, and it's not a deterrent to sex, Mm -mm. right? So for all of you that are like, oh my gosh, you know, like what happens if my breasts start to sag or I get wrinkles, Um, there is proof that people with wrinkly skin and sagging breasts and maybe a little bit of a belly are having sex.
1: And I think this honestly even goes to we really need to stop looking at the outward. Mm. And what and even even hey, even when you're married earlier or younger and and through the years, the outward yes is visually appealing. Don't get me wrong, but if we're not emotionally connected, our sexual intimacy is going to be off. Mm-hmm. And so we really need to look at that emotional intimacy and how are we connecting emotionally through the years. And as we even we get older and, and the visual is still there. Hey, I think Lisa's hot now. And there are still definitely times as she's gone older, she's like, ah, oh, this or that. And I've said it myself as well. And yet when we connect emotionally, all that just fades away because it doesn't matter. That's not what it's about at that point in time. At, th- at that point in time of, of sexual intercourse, it's we've emotionally connected, which allows us to enjoy one another and the pleasure of giving each other orgasm.
0: So funny that you say that because, you know, weight has fluctuated over the years. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that in the middle of an orgasm, I'm not thinking about whether or not I'm carrying an extra 10 pounds. I, I- I'm not. It's
1: prior to it. She she maybe I be. could, mm-hmm.
0: but when, when and we, has when we get fully present,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's really what this is about. Because a marriage that has a deep root system is going to create its own beauty, no matter how long you've been married, no matter how old you are, the beauty comes from that. You've all seen, and I know you have, you've all seen those couples that are in their 80s that, you know, if you like didn't see the wrinkly skin, the way they were behaving towards one another, the way they were looking at one another, you would think they were teenagers. We've all seen it. It's intentionality that gets there. Yes, your body parts are going to work differently. Yes, erectile dysfunction happens. Yes, menopause happens. Yes, there can be vaginal dryness. Libido can change. Yes. But are we going to shy away from having those conversations that this is happening to my body? Are we going to put those walls up when our body is getting older and we're not sharing that stuff with our spouse instead of saying, you know what, what can we do?
1: The conversations. You gotta continue having those conversations throughout the years because if you if you leave them now, guess what? The likelihood you're gonna have sex in your your 60s, 70s, and 80s, I, I would guess, are gonna be slim. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you're willing to discuss those, maybe get onto the intimacy lifestyle, maybe do a seven days of sex challenge once a year. You know, do these do these things that are gonna allow you to have success now and into the future.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's something that we've got to be talking about. It's it's resourcing ourselves so that we can navigate those seasons. And and it's true. People are going to get sick.
1: Right? Well, we've seen it firsthand.
0: We've seen it firsthand. People are going to die. It, it is a given that virtually every marriage is going to end in one of two ways. It's either going to end in divorce or it's going to end in death.
1: And I, and I would say for this one, we, we finished up our last series all on money and marriage. Mm-hmm. And really to to dive into that series, the last couple of parts of that series, we really talked about, you know, death and what it looks like.
0: Well, and I was actually gonna encourage folks to go look at the marriage vow series because oh, we that's talked a, about that's a very good one, um yeah. in show four eighty five we talked which was for better or for worse. So that's navigating mm-hmm. those types of things. And also four eighty seven, as long as life shall last. That's how we ended um, our our marriage vows specifically, but that commitment that we made when when we got married, when you guys got married, was was until death do us part or as long as life shall last. So there are going to be seasons of caring for one another, right? People are going to get sick; it happens. You can't throw a stone anywhere without hearing somebody being sick or having some kind of illness. So what is the decision? How are you going to resource yourself? What is your support that you're building right now? Maybe when you aren't in that season, that's going to carry you through that season. Who's going to come alongside of you? We were at our connect group last night and there was a woman who was talking about the fact that her, she hadn't been around for a few years. And she was talking about the fact that in that season, her husband had died,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And the outpouring of support that just came alongside her in that place. What is it going to look like? You know, how are you going to live your life after your spouse dies? And I will tell you, this is something that we've walked through because if you don't know, Tony's dad died two years ago. And we actually had the privilege to be with his mom and dad and to witness literally his last breath and what that looked like. Mm-hmm. And what it looked like as a husband and wife who had loved well over the years did not have a perfect marriage like none of us have but have lo- had loved well over all these years mm-hmm. to take that last look right to hold hands that last time to have the last i love you
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what i want to say to you is it's real the grief is real give yourself like give yourself the knowledge right now to know that you're going to grieve a- and you should that's normal but also know that when you've loved well, you have a responsibility to keep living and honoring your spouse. Right? They don't want your life to end when theirs does. Right? there is, there is this, this current of love that you can ride on that. Yes. Will you be taken out of the game for a while? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, good grief. Mom and dad were married 45, 45, 45, 45 years. Um, and so that's a long time. Their entire adulthood they spent together. Tony and I will be in that same boat. I mean, we met when we were 20. Like he's my entire life, adult life has been spent with him. Will my world be rocked when he dies? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, Lisa and I were talking about this on a walk and talk just the other day. And I said, you know what, babe, if you pass away before me, I go, it's going to be, it's going to be heck. It's going to be hard as I could ever imagine. And you know what? If I just need to lay in my bed for a little bit and cry and let it all out, it's okay. I, because that's where I'll be. You know what? That heartbreak is going to happen. It, It's it's knowing that and it's, it's real. Well, all of us, I think, think of that. And yet, are we only thinking about that or are we thinking about, where we are now, and knowing that we're going to age, and knowing we're going to get older, and yet I want to love more. I want to love more. I want to. I want to double down on that connection. You know, kids are getting older, and and they're gone. and And Elise and I are like, well, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Like, let's double down on this, man. Let's. If that if that stat was you know forty percent of of what sixty or fifty to seventy year old what whatever sixty five to eighty. To 80 are having sex, like, let's go, like, let's be in that, let's be in that group. You know what I mean? So, as you think about getting older, hey, it's part of marriage and it's a part of growing up. And yet, there is so much good that comes through with it. You get to see your kids grow older, you get to connect with your spouse. You're going to be a grandparent, possibly. There there are so many friends you're going to see that are going to accomplish things. You're going to accomplish great things. So don't shy away from it. Don't get scared about it. Resource yourself. Know what's coming on. That's why I brought up the Money in Marriage series. Know how you're protected. Know that you got the life insurance policies. Make sure you go back and listen to our Vow series and and listen to that for better or for worse. Yes, we're going to walk through some sicknesses and some health issues, and yet we don't need to stay there. We can believe and declare healing Right, as long as life shall last. We're going to go down fighting together. That if there's one thing I don't want to do in this life is that I don't want to give up before that last breath. I want to at least go down fighting together, holding Elisa's hand, knowing that we have loved well and not only well, we've loved extraordinary. So this week, this week, just think about it. You're going to get older. Would you want to do life without your spouse? I don't. I don't want to do life without Elisa. There wouldn't be anything to, 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 to live for, you know? And I hope you feel the same about your spouse. And if not, it's time to get a little heart check. little heart check. What do you got to do? What needs to start changing? You know, do you need to add the intimacy lifestyle? Do you need to add a coffee break? You know, do you need to add your walk and talk? Do you guys just need to really like buckle down and get some coaching? Whatever it may be, do it. We love you guys. We love you guys. And we're excited as we jump in next week for part seven in our Marriage Through the Year series where we're going to be talking about sandwich between kids and parents. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.